Friday's Digest, Season 1, Episode 13. Today we're going to discuss wars, childhood, and being away. In general, I'm going to present you with my scattered thoughts, and if you ask a psychologist how to connect between these scattered thoughts of mine, we'll probably have a much better idea how to link them, but I'll keep them the way they are, fragmented. We're going to discuss three subjects, wars, childhood, and being away. Let's start with wars. I was born 41 years after the start of World War II, only four decades after the Holocaust. During my childhood, the memories of the Holocaust were fresh. I heard first-hand testimonies from survivors and even talked to them. But now? Now there is almost no one alive to tell the story. They exist only in recordings, audio, video, or in books. So for my children, the stories of the Holocaust survivors will be just on text. Yom Kippur Yom Kippur is a Jewish holiday. We dedicate this day, this holiday, to fast and to reflect on what we did over the last year. What were our actions and do we have any regrets? In 1973, on Yom Kippur morning, we faced an unexpected war. It was waged by our neighboring countries and back then, my parents were 27 years old. They had a seven-month-old baby, that was my elder sister, and my dad, after he returned from the synagogue, it was Yom Kippur as a holiday, he found an army draft notice on their home door. So he grabbed an apple from the kitchen and went to war. My mother, well, my mother was left with a seven-month-old baby and wondered if he'd ever come back. My youngest son is now seven months old. And this thought gives me the creeps. Let's talk about sirens. At age 10, I heard sirens for the first time in my life. It was during the Gulf War, when missiles were launched from Iraq on Israel. We feared that they were carrying chemical weapons, so we wore gas masks every time the siren went off. And there were many, many sirens. I was 10 years old and carrying my gas mask everywhere became part of my routine. We even decorated the box of the gas mask at school. Two decades later, I visited a museum in Europe. I can't recall the country, but it was a museum and they had a recording of a siren they played to the visitors. Just a recording of a siren. I vividly remember to this day standing there with a group of tourists from all around the world just listening to a recording of a siren. The rest of the tourists looked terrified. Their faces were white. Apparently, this was the first time they ever heard a siren. But to me, it was just another familiar sound, some integral part of my normal life. Childhood. Demnyanyuk. Demnyanyuk was a Nazi that went on trial in Israel in 1987. I was seven at the time. 
up until then, we had only one TV channel, just one TV channel. And that TV channel broadcasted only one hour of kids shows every day at 5.30 p.m. So you can imagine my excitement when a second channel was launched that year, 1987, and it broadcasted as early as 2 p.m. So there I was, a seven-year-old, watching whatever was on at 2 p.m. And that happened to be the Demnenyuk trial. You can imagine the horroring testimonies, the, the gruesome details of survivors who came to testify against the Nazi criminal on this trial. As a seven-year-old watching this trial on TV, I was exposed to the most atrocious stories possible. Was I traumatized by it? Nope. Was I scared? Nope. I just grew into this reality. This is just the way it was. My kids are five and a half, nine and a half, and seven months old. In this day and age, we shield them from all the bad in the world. Experts actually tell us to keep them naive until they reach a certain age. But it becomes just harder and harder to do so. Being away. I had two Yom Kippur holidays since arriving in Boston. The first year, considering my hectic clinical schedule, I thought about not fasting. I fasted forever, since I was 13. And that year, I just thought about not fasting. But then I felt a need to adhere to my tradition not fasting felt like denying a part of myself. So I managed to somehow go through that day hungry and thirsty, but I made it. I felt like myself again. This year, Yom Kippur was a long day in the OR, in the operating room. But I knew I would fast no matter what. So I ended up fasting 26 and a half hours. Usually it's 25 hours, okay? I fasted 26 and a half hours, but although it was really difficult, I was staying true to myself. When the war broke, not that long ago, I watched the news in my Boston home. But when I went to the supermarket, the world outside was like a slap on the face. So peaceful, so undisturbed. This dissonance feels so wrong. I remind myself that my fellowship intends to improve my patients' lives, so when I'll come back home, I'll serve my patients, and if the sirens will yell, I'll be there at the hospital. But right now, the calmness of the daily life here feels so wrong when hell broke loose back home. And it breaks my heart. See you next week.